0: Thanks for listening to the Pro Video Podcast, weekly insights into everything video, proudly presented by worldpodcast.com. Here's the host, Blair Walker.
1: Hi everybody and welcome to the Pro Video Podcast. This week we've got such a talented character, designer and animator. She's a 3D creative and she's working at Animate. We have Jess Herrera. Thank you so much, Jess, for being on the show.
0: Hello everyone.
1: (laughs) Jess I haven't seen somebody come into the industry and make such a big impact as I have you in this past year. I recognised your work last year at Node where (laughs) you cleaned up and then I've been hearing about you everywhere from um, people... In different Slack groups, and EJ was on the show recently when raving about your recent presentation at Siggraph. Jess, do so you... embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> Very well deserved props by EJ. Jess, do you want to sort of describe and um, what your current role is and what your background is?
0: At the moment, I'm working at Animate uh, alongside another guy called Ricard, and um, we do 3D stuff. I do a bit of 2D, but. I just pretend I don't do 2D. Um, yeah, I, do, I use Cinema 4D and uh, make heaps of cute characters. Um, in our free time, we get to do whatever we want, so I tend to do a lot of uh, learning, and I guess that's why you've seen so much work from me lately because Anime lets me do whatever I want, really, which is awesome. Um, and they seem to like it, which is good. Yeah. Uh, I, I've been working for maybe, I think, three years, uh, not including this year, so four years. Uh, I started off at a studio called Jumbler in Melbourne, and I was there for two years. And then I moved to a studio called Graham for one year, and then I moved to London, and here I am at Animade. Yeah
1: for four years you have really your career has really gone so well. Um, I don't know if you could plan such a thing. Have you how do you feel that it's rolled out for you? Has it just been the pure dedication and time that you've put into your craft or is it a mix of also networking and getting out there and putting your work out there as well?
0: Uh, well, to be honest, when I first started work, at Jumbler, just straight out of uni, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, and I kind of didn't really take my job as seriously as what I do now. I think it was after, actually, after I went to NodeFest the first time, uh, I haven't missed a NodeFest, actually, uh, I realized uh, how much I really liked the industry and how supportive everyone was. And back back at uni, I thought I wanted to go work at Allura and be a part of a pipeline, That was like kind of my dream, but I didn't really know exactly where I wanted to be. And then I actually uh, got asked to work at Jumbler and had never heard of them before. And I was like, yeah, why not? Uh, And uh, actually helped me learn what I did and I didn't like about uh, 3D and 2D and really made me want to do a bit of everything because I get a bit bored if I just do one thing for too long. Uh, And then... Yeah, I think it was only near the end of the time that I was at Jumbler and I did my first NodeFest ident. I realised that I really like characters and then I was like, oh, I think I've worked out what I want to do. And then I started actively looking for other places where I could really do more character work, which Graham was really well suited for me. And so I jumped over to them and... We did some really awesome work. I learned a lot about 2D animation as well from Marley and Dom, who work there as well. I really got an appreciation for design and animation, and I think that's when I really took my work super seriously. And I started doing a lot more stuff in my own time and uh, just tried to learn as much as I could. At the time, I was using Maya and I did quite a lot of character stuff, learned how to rig, and then I went on holidays in Vietnam with a couple of my girlfriends, and I saw an ad for uh, Animade, which I always looked up to their work, because they do a lot of character stuff, and they were looking for 3D people, and I was like, yeah, well, why not? I'll just I'll just hand in my old showreel, which was a bit lazy of me, but... Uh, it seemed to work because then they emailed me back and I was like, oh, no, you've got to be kidding me. Like, no way, you don't <laughs> want to talk to me. Then they really wanted me and then I I was like, oh, when when should I come over? And they were like, oh, as soon as possible. I was like, oh, I can't come over for another month because I have to get a visa and quit my job and move all my stuff somewhere. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, just come in the new year. So I decided to move over to London and it was kind of like uh it was not definitely not planned, but I was definitely ready for it. It's been I haven't regretted it at all. It's been really awesome. Uh, I've learned a lot about myself too, and creatively too. And worked with so many amazing people at work, and uh, learned so much from them. And also like networking as well, meeting a lot of other people over this side of the world that I've never met before. And I've made some really awesome friends that I hang out with all the time now. And yeah, I kind of just engulfed myself in MoGraph, really.
1: (laughs) Such a massive thing to go to the other side of the world from where you're based and to have that support network of your own friends and family. You know, London's such a massive city, such a central location for really great work. Anime as a studio is so well known and respected throughout the industry as one of the best in character. And looking at your work just seems like a really, really great fit for you and your in your career development. I'd love to talk to you about some of your work. something that I really really fell in love with was your node fierce piece uh, one thing led oh, yeah. to another. Uh-huh. One, one thing for the stylization of the characters and the in the strong bold character design but also the really strong use of color. So we're going to have a link, everybody. So check the link out, see the work, and then this next part of the conversation will make a whole lot more sense. So <laughs> let's set up what Node Ident is. It's a competition that um, James Cohen, yes, Captain, for Node Fest in Melbourne. There's a Ident competition that goes along with every year of Node Fest, and last year. Um, What was the theme? Every year it's a bit different. What was the Uh,
0: theme? Oh, gee, I can't remember now. No, I can't either. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) I should have done my research on that one. But um, I know that this this year it's fruity. I know that. And um, there was a really interesting one of James in the Slack group yesterday. (laughs) I
0: saw that one. That was interesting.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A bit of Houdini going on in there, I think. But anyway. Uh, different show. <laughs> Let's talk about your one. So do you mind sort of explaining the approach of the project and basically the development you went through to pull it off?
0: Um, yeah, I remembered it was Dimension. That was the, uh, the yes. uh, what it was supposed to be. Cool. Dimensions. Dimension or dimensions? One of those. <laughs> basically, the year before, uh, me and my best friend, Glenn Morales, we both did Uh, an ident separately but also alongside each other so that year we decided we would do one together because it made more sense because we almost killed ourselves trying to get two animations done in one month we always leave it to the last minute but this time we were like oh well he didn't really know how to finish off a whole ident but he He's been he works at Buck in Sydney uh, and he's worked alongside a lot of 3 d people now and he knows how to design for 3 uh, d characters so he did quite a lot of the design of the all the styles and then I created things in three d which we made a really good team. We had pretty good banter going on but be- between us two uh, tell him whether. The hands were backwards or not when he draw them. <laughs> we still work together quite often. I uh, just made a little piece for Blend just recently. He does really awesome designs, um, and then I just create everything in 3D. That project really helped kind of cement me into that style, which was awesome because I was always a bit too scared to design my own humanoid characters so i had a good helping hand from glenn and i think we did pretty well we wanted to do like half half really we both came up with the same idea we wanted a person got running through time and changing every time uh, every few seconds because we only had 15 seconds to do an animation first scene was all me second scene he animated in 2d then my scene uh the third third scene then His scene again and then the last scene I animated in 3D and then he drew over in uh, like 2D. I think it was in After Effects or Photoshop. Worked really well, I think. It worked
1: Uh, really well. (laughs) Seemed
0: to win us the award, so (laughs) yeah. The,
1: The variation in styles really make it so strong, but it has a real clean aesthetic to it. The design sensibility of each section works really well. I love the transitions between the different styles. So starting off with the woman falling and then um, going into the pose on the skateboard and landing and then um, falling again, but then moving into the 3D with the mermaid. It works really seamlessly, the transitions, even though they're cuts. Transitions are always the thing that I take the most interest in there must have been a bit of development, storyboarding ideas coming around about how you were going to go between each section.
0: I think we we basically spent two months coming up with the ideas. Originally, we came up with the idea of being a guy and a girl. One was 2D and one was 3D. But then we decided that was going to be too hard because we both live in other states to try and uh, and we'd have to wait for one person to animate and then the other person would have to animate. So in this way, we worked out that we had separate scenes and we could work independently, but we'd always send each other whips and then we knew exactly the pose of the last few frames uh, to go into the next one. We we wanted to have the take the dimensions theme as 2D, 3D mm-hmm. in different dimensions, but then also... The fact that she goes through different dials that it is, it's supposed to look like she's in d- different dimensions. Yeah. But not like spacey because originally we are like, oh, maybe she can flow through space and go through a wormhole. We're like, no, everyone else is going to do that. So uh, we tried to make something a bit different. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it works really well. I love the mermaid scene with the textures um, that you have on, uh, on all the different elements in that. Really beautiful um, (laughs) textures.
0: Someone thought it was actually stop motion. I was like, no, no, I can't do that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It definitely has that aesthetic, but yeah, no, really well executed. Thanks. um, Well-deserved NodeFest win. The current NoteFest IDENT comp entries are releasing at the moment and there's some really stellar ones so um, I'll have a link in the show notes for that as well for everybody to have a look at what's coming out this year. Check out the work of Jess and Glenn, it's really awesome to see such a talent duo coming together and producing such an excellent piece of work, outstanding. Jess, this year must have felt like a big one with going over to Siggraph for the first time, but not only attending Siggraph, but speaking and presenting. How how was that experience for you?
0: Oh my. It was uh I I felt like I I was like an imposter, like imposter syndrome that there was too many amazingly talented people there. And I was like, why do anyone want to listen about me? Like What do I have to offer? Like I'm still learning Cinema 4D. I only just started using it this year and I'm just like, I don't know what to teach. So I taught modeling because that's the only thing that I know that I definitely know very well that's pretty universal in all different uh, programs, no matter what program you're in because I first learned how to model in 3DS Max and then went into Maya and now I'm in Cinema 4D. It was easier than I thought because I had practiced so much beforehand. Every night, about three weeks before I went to LA, I practiced at least once a night. And because it's a fifty-minute talk, you get pretty drained after doing one practice. Yeah. Uh, and then when so then when I actually I did the practice run the day before, and I I kind of messed it up. But then it was like. I was like instantly like super wired when I went up to actually do the talk because I was alert that I was going to forget that part and I didn't mess it up, which is good. I said some weird bits. I made a spelling error. No one else picked it up. It's fine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Big part of uh, SIGGRAPH and especially with Cinema 4D, Maxon have really created a community that connect and know each other through everybody using their tools, wanting to share and connect themselves. What what was that community like being there in person for yourself for the first time?
0: Oh man, I I love the community. That's partly like when I first started using Cinema Forty, I've got to admit I really did not like the the software because it is not so much catered for character stuff like is. It's a lot more simpler, which I admire about it, but there's a lot of things that could be improved. And I've been asking them for tips and stuff. And just cause I, I would really like to continue using cinema 4d and I just, I I got to admit, like when, when I was using Maya, there isn't that community of people wanting to share their knowledge yeah. and maybe there is out there, but I just didn't know about it. But Autodesk definitely didn't have a lot of people around their computers, uh, whereas uh, Maxon had majority of the people. So, you know, it kind of shows everyone's super friendly. Like, I don't think I've met a bad person that uses Cinema 4D. And, man, they throw good parties. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's so good to hear. Uh, I'm still stuck um, this side of the world uh, in New Zealand. Oh. So, so I haven't made it over, but I'm very, very keen one day. I do check out a lot of the presentations, but I just have that f- – that same energy and feeling at NodeFest, hearing from friends who do go to the events is a very similar vibe where everyone's just super supportive and really happy to just see each other because that support goes beyond just the events it's like daily people asking questions and helping out and i do i know exactly what you mean about um maya versus cinema 4d because i was a Maya user for like well no like 14 years before I switched to Cinema 4D because I was doing more generalized motion. It became really, really easy. I I literally spent a week in it and then I did my first um, (laughs) job for Vodafone the second week. And I was like, okay, I'm just going to take off the training wheels and go for it. (laughs) I was like, I've got a month for this project, so I'm just going to do it and face my fears and I think that that's a really it was scary but it's a really good way to learn a new piece of software is to just throw yourself in there and then see what pops up as the as the issues rather than falling back (laughs) that's good that you've got that feedback loop into Maxon to give them some advice or ask them some questions about the character stuff have you sort of um developed a relationship to be able to put that to them as well
0: Well, I met a few of the developers and made pretty good friends with them and um, I'm a part of a few Slack groups that have like request lines and I've put in a few tips that I'm like, yeah, you should put this in there. It works really well. I think also because, yeah, a lot of people don't model as much as what I would do and if uh, like a couple of just little tiny things that would just make my life so much easier. Yeah. And also keep telling them, please fix the UV mapping. I cannot UV map (laughs) in in cinema. It's just too hard.
1: (laughs) That's something that's been on the uh, roadmap, I would say, for some time because it's definitely been something that many people have found difficult for a long time now.
0: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't get me started.
1: (laughs) I've only
0: been using it not that long and I'm already annoyed by it. I was like, please fix it now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there's so many aspects that do make it such a great piece of software and there's a reason why the motion community have really adopted it as the main um, 3D software. I was just wondering, how much time did you sort of have in LA for SIGGRAPH?
0: Uh, I only had a week. Which was a shame, um, but uh, I've I've literally I couldn't I couldn't take off any more time from work because I've I've also got going back for NodeFest. I'm um, next week. I'm going to Camp Mograf and uh, at the start of the year, I went for a week in Spain just because my my family's Spanish and I wanted to spend some time at my grassroots. Even nice. though I can't speak Spanish, which is sad, but uh, <laughs> it was. <laughs> fun anyway but yeah i i've pretty much used all my time in loo just to keep traveling and so i can only have really tiny tiny holidays here and there
1: <laughs> but such a good mix um camp Mograff coming up very soon it's the first oh, yeah the first one
0: yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah,
1: Matt and Dave have uh, done so much for the community with their website and the podcast and the Slack group and now with their own. Is it a conference? How would you describe Camp Mograph? It's it's kind of different to all the others, which is great.
0: Yeah, I think we're just going to the wilderness and not really using any technology, just getting back to grassroots.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Good on all of you for doing that, disconnecting from the technology, but still, again, connecting as a community.
0: Yeah, I look forward to it. I'm not taking any computers. I don't. I won't even my my sim card won't even work over there. So I am gone off the grid for a week. So <laughs>
1: disconnected. Yeah, it's you need to do that every once in a while. I really like going um, up north at Christmas time. My in laws have a batch, which is amazing only for the pure fact that there's no cell reception so you just literally <laughs> disconnected and just like hang out on the beach and it's a really good recharge or refresh
0: oh man and you're in New Zealand so it's so nice <laughs> I've right. been to New Zealand once and it was very beautiful
1: <laughs> oh sweet where did you head
0: I only did the South Island
1: oh, and I did that
0: for two weeks with my sister
1: oh what an amazing time Later in the year, in November, NodeFest is um, on again. This will be the fourth show, and uh, it's going to be the biggest every year. James increases the size of the venue, and the venue this year looks so beautiful. It's different from last year, but it's got an amazing lineup of speakers, and you're one of them.
0: Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So another. Don't remind me. <laughs>
1: So we're in September now and um, we've got October and then it's November. So you're feeling that that clock or you're sort of focusing on catmograph and then you'll figure out what's happening. You must must be doing the outlines of the presentation and working through all that as well.
0: I have pretty much written my whole presentation and worked out what slides I'm going to make and everything. I started making my slides, but I want to put it past my boss because he's really good at talks and I feel like I might ramble and I need him to look over my notes before I decide to really learn it in my head. Cause once I start learning it, then it's hard to unlearn it. Yeah, And I don't want it to be horrible. Like I, I really want this to be a good presentation. <laughs> There's a lot of people that I know that are going to be in that audience and I don't want to let them down.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sure it'll be amazing. So, no, I can't wait to hear it. And it'll be so so nice to catch up with you over in Melbourne and um, the after party is always a huge event for NodeFest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's time for the Pro Video Packs. OK, so this is the time where we do Pro Video Picks, which is an opportunity for our guests to share their inspiration for everybody listening. So Jess, Pro Video Pick, this is the, um, it's a bit of a weird one where it can literally be anything you want. It's just uh, something that you choose for yourself. It could be a pencil, it could be a walk, in, a walk in the bush, it could be going to the beach, it could be a piece of software or a plugin, whatever you want. So what would your Pro Video Pick be?
0: Uh, so I'd say don't, don't doubt yourself. Cause I do it all the time. Uh, I think it's, it, in fact, pretty much most of my, uh, I'm going to talk a lot about it in my Nodefest talk. I find that it, it hinders me a lot in the past. It, it really stopped me from doing anything, uh, too bold or exciting. But now that I kind of, I kind of harness it now that fear of, doing a bad job kind of drives you to learn and become even bigger and better than what you currently are, which I've got to admit that if I didn't feel that way for so many years, I wouldn't be where I am now because I'd just be complacent and just be one of those people be like, eh, it's all right. I, I don't need to do that. But yeah, I just must, must learn everything. Um, but also, don't let it consume you. Because sometimes I have nights where I can't stop thinking about, oh God, the client doesn't like that little thing, and then you just uh, over and over in your head think, oh, I'm I'm not a very good motion graphics designer, or or uh, it's it starts reflecting on your own self, and it's just your your work. Most of the time, when you're doing something for a client you're not really that proud of it anyway. And don't take it personally if the client doesn't like what you've done. And I I think over over the years, I've kind of learned not to take it personally, but I still sometimes uh, suffer from doubting myself. So yeah, don't doubt yourself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a good one. Okay. So following, who do you follow for your inspiration?
0: Oh, man, I, I follow so many people. I think uh, if you look at my Instagram, I follow uh, almost like over 1,500 people. But I deliberately follow these people because they're so amazing. But I, I follow uh, a mix of 3D, 2D, and a whole bunch of studios. So you could probably tell from my work that some I get a bit of inspiration from 2D animation as well. Yeah. I like her. I get huge inspiration from, obviously, my f- friend Glenn, but then also from people at work like Lana. I did a little uh, animation uh, like still of one of her artworks at work. That was really fun. And then also a lot of people that I've met over here in London like B and Lynn from uh, Panamation, Uh, Some other people that that I actually just met at Blend, like Sarah Beth. She is so awesome. Like, I have two of her art pieces on my wall at the moment. But then also, like, 3D people, I met, like, Luke Doyle and Cabeza Patata and Laurie Rowan. I've met them over here, which is awesome because back when I was in Australia, I never thought I was going to meet those guys. But then also I met back in Australia Elijah who works at Buck and he was one of my biggest inspirations when I first got out of uh, university and saw saw Buck's work and saw how awesome a, a modeler he is in 3D. Uh, but then also like I follow, uh, like I followed Animade for a very long time before I uh, joined. And then also Buck and... Uh, Gunner Giant. I uh, also met like Wednesday Studio. Um, the two girls that that work there, they're they're so friggin' awesome. I have a beer with them every odd occasion. But yeah, that I just I I could the list could keep going. I just was, <laughs> I, I follow way too many people. I can't say just one person.
1: That's fair enough. So many people. (laughs) We'll have links in the show notes to all of the um, 2D artists, 3D artists and studios for everybody to click through and have a look at the work. I, selfishly put that question into the podcast so that I could find the inspiration <laughs> for myself <laughs> I'm just so, so I really appreciate that you have such an awesome list of um, people and great great list of studios that I highly highly respect as well
0: oh man especially like when I went to blend seeing Gunners uh, opening titles just oh my god like I loved them before but now I love them even more like oh my god that's so me (laughs) yeah
1: it was an amazing piece of work um
0: oh man it's great
1: so i might ask you um what inspirational video would you like to share
0: oh that one
1: (laughs) (laughs) that was a good time for that question eh
0: oh yeah it's amazing oh my god i have I, I can't believe they they like um, they talked a little bit about how they created it. They did some modeling in VR, which is super cool. I don't have a VR headset, but now I want one. <laughs> Man, I, I got to speak a little bit to Nick, one of the uh, co-founders, went over beers, and he said that he'd love to go through some of the process of how they especially created the uh, blend monster. It's very interesting. I, I loved it. Yeah, oh, stunning so, piece of work. So good. <laughs> it's only
1: just released. So um, we'll have a link for everybody to check that out. But really cool styles. Um, I love clean work but it has detail as well. Um, But such an interesting concept for how to bring up the names with all the different characters in the sections, almost like a a very scientific view of these um, characters with the names. That works really well.
0: Oh, yeah. I think it reminds me of Pokemon.
1: Yeah, true, true. I hadn't made that connection, but yeah, I can definitely (laughs) see that. I think the eyes coming out of the water and things like that yeah oh
0: yeah i think that was my my favorite my favorite um character was that weird looking fish with a long nose that's my favorite i've watched it too many times
1: (laughs) (laughs) um yeah check it out everyone it's a great inspirational video um so thank you so much jess for sharing that one links for following you online where would everybody be best to find you and connect
0: well, I'm mostly, I'm always on Instagram, Um I also have a Twitter, but I really don't understand how to use Twitter properly. So if you do inbox me, because some people have, and I've totally missed it because I don't really know where to find. I just get the notification <laughs> and can't work out how to reply to you guys. So I'm sorry. But then also, like, I have my website. It's also linked on my uh, Instagram Always, uh, A lot of people have emailed me questions, especially after my SIGGRAPH talk about modeling in Cinema 4D. I'm always happy to help out I might, when, I, when I'm not busy. That is, at the moment I've been traveling and uh, working on my Node NodeFest. So I'll get back to you guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm not ignoring you. Awesome. Um, yeah. Basically, online, I'm just Herrerasaurus or Herrerasaurus Jess uh, Herrera dash saurus i think that's everything
1: (laughs) i've heard a couple times that's because it's based on the fact that there was an actual hererosaurus dinosaur
0: hells yeah i discovered it when i was uh i think i was like 12 and freaked out drew it like a million times i have like all these sketchbooks of just a million drawings of just what i thought the hererosaurus would look like from this one drawing i found from a book I was very obsessed with dinosaurs when I was younger and I used to get go to the library, my grandparents would take me and I'd rent out as many dinosaur books as I could and I'd draw every single dinosaur and its name and the size and when it lived and draw a little person next to it
1: oh. as
0: the size <laughs> of the animal and I still have that book.
1: Oh, oh That's it awesome. It took
0: me about a year to draw all those dinosaurs. But, <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, such a nerd. <laughs>
1: no, I love it. It uh, reminds me of my youngest son who loves dinosaurs as well. So they're such such interesting creatures. So, who would you like to be on the show? Who would you recommend?
0: Oh, I'd totally recommend uh, all the guys back at uh, Graham Studio. I think no one really knows much about them, and they've got such good work. Even since I've left, they've got a few really awesome like two D slash three D uh, works, uh, Mike and Marley are the, the co-owners and Dom is, he's a 2d artist. They also does a bit of 3d used to be me, but I'm not there anymore. They might've replaced me by now. I'm not sure, but yeah, they do awesome work and their tiny little studio in Melbourne and, uh, yeah, check out their work. They just, uh, redid their website as well. So it looks pretty sleek.
1: That's such a great recommendation. Yeah, we'll have a link to their website, so check it out, everybody. You've just joined our Slack group. Thank you so much for doing that. Oh, yeah. Everyone else can join the Slack group as well, provideopodcast.com forward slash Slack. We'll also have a link in the show notes, so jump on in share anything you'd like share your own work ask questions really cool little community and so many great Slack groups out there the MoGraph Slack is epic it's so hard to keep up with it Oh, I know (laughs) (laughs) and NodeFest has a really awesome Slack group as well where yeah there's some really cool conversations about the festival coming out um, and the IDents. so jump into that one as well we'll have links for those groups as well Thank you so much Jess for being on the show
0: No problems, it was fun I'm Totally going to go to sleep now Because I'm oh. wrecked
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for staying up late, it's really hard As you know, coming from this side of the world That everybody else is uh, Opposite time zone So it's early in the morning oh. here And very late for you in London So thank you for staying up
0: Oh no, no problem, it's super fun I'm... Fun to actually meet, actually talk to you as well So Awesome
1: Thanks. Thank you so much Behind the scenes, it's taken us a little bit of time to get this episode. <laughs> I, I messed up the timings, and then I got sick, and then you got sick, and then <laughs> you had cigarette. Oh, it's, it's all been all over the show, isn't it? So thank you so much for persevering with me, and, and yay, we got there. What a great episode. Woo-hoo! Thank you.
0: Yay.
1: <laughs> well, everybody, you have a great week, and we'll catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye.
0: Thank you. Bye.